Welcome to Rule 11, a weekly football officiating conversation. Rule 11 is a podcast show discussing all areas around college football officiating, on the field and off. Our passion is to help others pursue their goals in college officiating. The only way to improve is to work to improve, and this is one avenue to hone our craft. So we hope you enjoy the conversation just as much as we do on the road toward the perfect game. So thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. Yeah, here we are. Dwayne, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Hey, we're back together again for another conversation. Uh, This will be conversation number seven today. Um, Thank you for everybody that's listened and hopefully some new people out there listening. We really appreciate the support. Um, Please keep keep coming back and any comments or suggestions, that'd be well received. So um, we've got any emails or comments this week we want to share with? Yeah, we... uh we got our first email, or uh, yeah, it was an email mm-hmm. from overseas. Oh, wow. And uh, so I'll read that. He says, Hi, Tyler and Dwayne. On your first podcast, you mentioned you hoped you, your podcast would reach people across the world. It actually did. I'm actually from the old continent, Antwerp, Flanders, the Dutch speaking part of Bel- Belgium. Mm-hmm. So Belgium, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I got the link through an internet message board for officials and have been enjoying the podcast so far. I'm always trying to absorb as much as I can about NCAA football officiating and the podcast is is ideal. Very promising that you guys attributed an entire entire podcast to just basic spots. At one point, Tyler said something about the clock starting on the hot. I presume... Is what he said. That's correct. Is that is that slang for the ready? Anyway, it got me thinking that the clock would be a great topic. Just starting on the snap versus ready is probably big enough for an entire conversation. Funny you should say that. Mm. Anyway, I hope you guys get the credit you deserve and that fuels you to keep up the good work. I love the peak inside the world of college officiating. And you have already made an impact. I've joined John's email rules exchange, which is great. Mm-hmm. Kind regards, Eric. So, Eric, thank you for sending that from Belgium. We we, we love it. We love it. Um, hope you continue to listen and keep uh, providing us some feedback. So, Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. So, yeah, starting the clock on the hot, that was, uh, <laughs> that was slang. And that's my really own slang. That's, it's usually the clock is hot. So... Um, that's something that we will try to be more cognizant of when we when we use terms that um, probably a yeah. little more uh, rule book friendly, you know, referee signal or ready for play and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, if we do use the slang term, maybe we uh, should be more cognizant it. about defining it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Great. Hey, Eric, thank you so much. That was very, very nice to hear. We always enjoy to to hear that stuff. So um, it, it really does fuel our fire. So that was great. Um, appreciate that. So today's show, we're going to have a, um, we're going to just, we're going to talk about the, the game clock 
rule 332, starting and stopping the clock. So Eric's little um, email um, just got our our interest peaked to yep. talk clock. So that's what we're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so uh, how we'll just start with our normal chat. So yeah. anything new this week for you in life? Uh, no, trying to think about uh, what went on this week, but not really. Um, I guess uh, last week I started yoga. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? How'd that go? An introduction to yoga. Uh-huh. Uh, series so i've never done yoga before um i thought i'd try it out to try to increase in, uh, my flexibility uh, before going into the season and uh and so there there was this introductory series so my wife and i decided to sign up for it it's a six week um introductory session so um, so far, so good. I like it. It's very relaxing. It's calming. Um, and hopefully at the end of this, I'll, I'll be a little bit more flexible. Yeah, that's what, it's all, that's what yoga is all about, right? Flexibility? Yeah, yeah. And there's also a mindfulness um, mm. portion of it. So sure. kind of relaxing so. and yeah. um, being in the moment. So hopefully all of that stuff will help. Was it hot yoga or cool, cool <laughs> yoga? <laughs> It was just, um, I guess, standard yoga. They have a name for it, but I, I'm not sure what the name is. All right. um, but it's de- it definitely wasn't hot yoga because it wasn't 95 degrees okay. in there. All yeah. right. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, uh, my week was uh, <laughs> it was great, really. I mean, I, I don't have nothing to complain about. So, yeah, um, I guess I should have. It's pouring around here. I know that. It's wet. It's real wet. And... Um, so there's not a lot to do outside except for walk across the street to pick up my the mail. My well, oh. I don't do that. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have others for for that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, walk across the street to pick up my granddaughter at school in the rain. So that's fun uh, dragging the dog along. But um, but just another another normal week. So nothing nothing new, nothing special at this point. So um, with that, um, how about we read the quote of the week? Uh, the yeah, the quote of the week is from Dean Smith. If if you're uh, yeah, who's Dean Smith? Dean Smith. If you're old enough to recognize the name, he's longtime coach of uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels before okay. um, before the current coach got it uh, got there. But he won. He won. Uh, basketball. He coached college basketball. Okay. College basketball coach of the uh, Tar Heels and uh, coach Michael Jordan, along mm. with a bunch of other people. But uh, that was his most famous uh, student, I guess. Right. But he said, uh, what do you do with a mistake? Recognize it, admit it, learn from it, forget it. Mm, that's great. That's a good one. It really is. And there's, a, there's, a, there's one I heard from somebody else somewhere down the road that kind of emulates this. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody said once, and I like to use it a lot because it really helps a mindset, is I never lose. I either win or I learn. That, so yeah, through mistakes, through mistakes, I gotta I have to learn something. If not, I'm I'm moving backwards. So I like that one. That's great. Yeah, that's a great I love quote. The, I love yours as well. That's a that's, that's pretty great. good. All right, let's uh let's get into this thing. So we're gonna talk rule three three two. Um, that is starting and stopping the game clock. So yeah, we'll start right off at the top, and uh, Dwayne's going to take it away, and we'll just kind of converse, conversate back yeah. and forth. So. so the first 
portion of of that rule, uh, section A, is uh, talks about free kick, the free kick when we're going to start the clock and stop the clock. So I'm just going to read it real quick and then just kind of break it down. Mm. Some of these will just gloss over because... Yep. You know, they'll, they're self-explanatory, but some will dive into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So after the ball is free kicked, the game clock shall be started on an official signal when the ball is legally touched in the field of play or when it crosses the goal line after being touched legally by Team B in, in its end zone. It is subsequently stopped on a on an official signal when the ball is dead by rule. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we're not going to go over <laughs> when that ball is dead by rule mm-hmm. today, but just know when it's dead, it's dead by rule. That's when uh, we'll signal the clock to stop and it will stop. Mm-hmm. And so talking about, let's, let's break down uh, the, when the clock, we start the clock. Um, so the first one is when a ball is legally touched in the field of play mm-hmm. and it doesn't say by which team, uh, so it's it's by either team if it's legally touched. So team B is obviously le- they're eligible to touch the ball at any time, right? Of the kick right. at any time. But A is kind of restricted when they can legally touch the ball. Mm-hmm. And so if A touches it illegally, we won't start the clock. But if they do, if they A happens to touch it legally, then we will stop the clock. Or start the clock. Excuse right. me. And let's real on that topic real quick. Yep. Is there off the top of your head? Is there any spot that you can get a to touch the ball legally and start the game clock on a free kick? Any spot? No. Is there any any event that you could come up with? Because it, oh yeah, which give me well one. typically the on an onside kick, right? Right. So on an onside kick where the the ball is pretty much getting dribbled or popped up or whatever um, past, you know, that that 10 yard restraining line. That's the kick. kick, And and so a team a Mm that'd be the kicking team in this case uh, can get down there fast enough to touch the ball before a um, excuse me, before the receiving team team B touches the ball. So in that instance, if they legally touch it. So the ball goes 10 yards or it, well, in this case, if the ball goes 10 yards, yep. um, they can legally touch it. We'll stop or start, start the, clock. the clock. Right. Um, yeah. I just, I, the only reason why I was bringing that up is because, and again, we're in the free kick portion of this rule. So yeah. I, I'm kind of digging in another ditch here, but um, in, in a, in a scrimmage kick, Team A is is always going to illegally touch the ball and, until it touches the Team B player. So um, they're always not eligible to touch beyond until it's touched by a, a player of B or an official. So, but on a free kick, they got that we have that restraining line, right? So once it goes beyond ten yards and remains beyond, then uh, they can touch, right? Correct. Or if um, or if it hits an an A player. Or any player, but obviously if it hits B, we're going to wind it. Right. If it hits an A player beyond and then comes back um, behind the restraining line, then we can, we'll still wind it. Yeah. Okay. And just real quick, mechanically, obviously we're winding our arm, but um, typically folks forget around, about on onside kicks if, if uh, someone 
legally touches it or receives it, they touch it first, obviously, before mm-hmm. they can receive it. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the ground. We need to wind the clock and then and then stop it. Yeah. If they uh, touch it while they're grounded on the ground, you know, they re- they recover the kick while they're grounded. Is that a, is that considered <clears throat> the prone player? Yeah, kind of a prone player yeah. on the ground. Um, then we're just going to stop the clock. There is no winding no at wind. that point. No, no time off the clock. Yet. Right, right. If that makes sense. Yep. And then, then the second part of this is it talks about the ball itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. When the ball actually crosses the goal line after it's touched by a team B player in the end zone. So an, an example is I'm a team B player waiting for the kick and I'm, it, it gets it gets kicked to me, and I'm standing in the end zone. I I muff the ball, mm-hmm. muffing the ball is an attempt to catch it and not catching it or recover or recover it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously it, it has it has to happen in the air, right? Or else if if it hits the the end zone in the ground untouched, yeah, then it's, it's going to be dead anyway. Right. So it has to bounce up in the air or just be be uh, touched in the air, and then. Uh, at that t- that point, we don't we don't start winding the clock. We wind the clock when the ball actually crosses the goal line out of the end zone. So whether the the uh, receiver has the ball in possession mm-hmm. and he runs it out, or the ball bounces out of the end zone after touching him, after touching him, mm-hmm. then at that point we'll wind it up. So boom. So yep. I think that's really it. Covers that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is there any? Um, oh, no, no, we'll, we'll, that, 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 that would be a philosophy topic. We'll we'll, we'll tackle that some other day. <laughs> okay, so the the next one, I'm I'm just going to cover go over the next one real quick. Mm-hmm. Is uh, scrimmage down? So that's B section or or letter B. Yep. So <laughs> it says when a period begins with a scrimmage down, the game clock shall be started. When the ball is legally snapped on all other scrimmage downs, the game clock shall be started when the ball is legally snapped or on a prior signal by the referee. And so we'll actually cover those two because those uh, those are referenced in um, letter D and letter E starting, you know, starts on a snap. If you if you have your rule book with you or starts on a ready. So. I won't go over that uh, so much, but basically, if the uh, at the beginning of any period, if it's a scrimmage down, we're going to start the the uh, start the clock on the snap of the ball. Yes, and that's that. I mean, uh, another sidebar to this whole conversation, and we'll touch to it um, here shortly too. Is anytime you're taking an exam or a test. Um, and and it's asking for clock status. A lot of these scenarios can 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 knock out one of your elements of your answers, uh, right? It, 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 you got a question that says is at the beginning of a period it's A's ball, blah 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 blah. You know it's going to be on the snap. Yeah. So some of these things you can proce- uh, process of elimination to get your your proper answer. So a lot of this we'll, we'll kind of talk a little test taking um, portions too. So um, that that's just one easy way to go about doing that. So. Yeah, and the last part of uh, B 
just says the the game clock's basically not going to run during a try mm-hmm. if we extend the period or during the extra period. So yeah. there's no, no game clock. clock at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 332C uh, talks about after a score. So <clears throat> like Dwayne, I'm going to read this real quick. It says the game clock shall stop on an official signal after a touchdown, field goal, or safety. So what that what that means to me in that sentence, the game clock shall stop on an official's signal, which is touchdown, we know that signal, signal five, two arms up, and that's the same for a, field, a, a successful field goal up, or a safety signal up. So what I'm getting at is the game clock operator should be cognizant of not only the stop the clock signal by you know the our standard number I think it's signal three or signal two but a touchdown signal a safety signal or a signal for field goal good means the same thing stop the game clock that's yeah that's a good point we there's it, no need to give right. two signals in that sure in that so case, right? my, yeah my point is is when a when a, an official gives a touchdown signal or a a safety signal other officials don't need to have those empty signals, as we like to say, and mirror this stop-the-clock signal. Unless the clock does not stop and we see it, we need to help that out. So. Yep, good point. Um, and then it says, it shall be started again as an A above, which is the free kick portion of that rule that we just read. Um, <clears throat> unless accepted penalty erases the score, in which case it shall be started again when the, the ball is legally snapped. So here comes my next example of test questions yep so anytime that we have a score touchdown field goal safety um we're going to go to a free kick every time unless we go to extra period Um, and we're going to start the game clock according to the free kick rule unless there's an accepted penalty during the down they're going to replay the down and now we're going to go on the snap every time except for one the one, so it's going to be 99.9% of the time we have a score, the game clock is going to start on the snap. Right. The only one that's going to change kind of came out last year, which well, I should say was defined last year, is where, here's an example, second and five from the, second and 10 from the, from the A3, and the quarterback drops back into his end zone, and... Well, actually, a couple of different fouls, right? We have a hold. Um, well, no, no, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, he, 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 he legally he le- illegally grounds the ball, intentional grounding in the end zone that results in a safety fry penalty. Yes. That one, if the runoff option is accepted and all the other elements are in play, this free kick will be, uh, the game clock will start on the ready for play signal prior to that free kick falling to safety. That's the only one that I could think of that yeah, would be different. Yeah, that's pretty much it um i'm gonna skip ahead to yeah fire the, the snap so in uh 332f mm. it talks about the snap suit superseding the referee signal so basically if um it says whenever one or more incidents that cause the game clock to be started on the referee signal occur in conjunction with any that cause it to be started uh on a the snap then the, basically the snap wins so snaps always going to trump uh, the ready for play signal, except in the case that uh, Tyler mentioned. Yeah, the ten second runoff. The ten second runoff. Ten second runoff 
always wins. Mm-hmm. It's another that's way the to king think of the hill. It. King of the hill. Yeah. yeah. That's the one where we talk about always. It's the, um, I should say we, I like this. I like to say that the, the one of the absolutes in the book that, um, it's not every time, but yep. majority of the time it's, it's going to happen that way. So, so the, that after the score portion of this, of this, um, of this rule is pretty simple. Um, it's either snap or it's going to be on the free kick. Um, but this is, this is another portion of that caveat when we're taking tests that, um, if you know, if we have a score in the answer or in the question, yeah, just default it to, to snap unless we have the one runoff option. Um, it's just, I've found taking tests, if I can find the, the easy portions of the segments, because we usually have four to five segments to answer in these test questions. Right. If you can find the easy ones and get those knocked out of your way, you don't have to think about clock status. You don't have to think about play clock or then it, it kind of helps you get the rest of stuff a little simpler. So. With that, exactly. um, th- exactly. that one's a pretty simple one, but it's got a, it's got some good caveats in it. So uh, we'll move on to uh, you, you. Got anything to add to that to to score? <clears throat> I mean, that's... no. That um, you just you, you pretty much nailed it. Uh, I, I don't I don't think I can add anymore. Okay. I, I was <laughs> I was thinking about a, a play scenario, but I think you 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 had one. Um, I guess I can come up with one. So yeah. just kind of as a play example. So let's say, for instance, that, um, you know, team A has the ball. They're at the B45. Um, he hands the ball off and his guy runs, his guy runs in for a touchdown. And, but during a play, you know, there's a holding call. Did you already say something like this? Mm-mm. Yeah, there, there's a holding call. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're going to bring the ball back, march off the penalty, and then the game is going to – you would think normally since the ball came back out of the end zone, that we, we might wind the clock. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. Because of the score, we need to go on the snap. So, yep. um, So good stuff. It's, yeah, I mean, it sounds so simple now, but I remember just oh. coming up, um, probably generally when I was in high school. So, same similar rule in high school, but it's like, what do you mean? You know. <laughs> and I'm telling you, your referee will love you so much if we have a touchdown and we bring it back for an offensive hold, and you're standing back there with your arms down, crossed for the snap. Yep. They, them. Yep. Yeah, or now with O2O. Yep. Uh, we still only use our signals, as they like to say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's important. So let's get the clock right yeah. every time. That's great. great point about the mechanics of this. Um, mm-hmm. When we were reporting this file, result of the play is result important. Result of the play. This is result why result of the, of the play, play is yeah. important. So. Yeah, referee loves they, – they love that result of the play. Yep, particularly here. Yep. So – I'm going to move on to the next section, D, 332D. D for Dwayne. For Dwayne. <laughs> um, so this one starts on the snap. Yeah. And so basically that for the next two sections, D and E, um, for each of the, the categories, the, the list of whatever, 10 to 12 items, we're going to stop the game clock, mm-hmm. right, yep. to deal with whatever these things are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in my section D here, the next play is going to begin on the snap. The game clock's going to begin on the snap. 
after um, after these things. So I'm going to go down the list. Um, there's 11 of them. I'm going to um, zoom through a couple of them, but a couple of them I'm going to have to stop and talk about a little bit more. Mm. Feel free to chime in. Okay. Um, so the first one's touchback. This is similar to a score. Mm-hmm. You see touchback, you know it's going to start on the snap. Mm-hmm. Also similar to a score, the signal for a touchback stops the clock. You don't need to do uh, the stop the clock signal, the uh, actual stop the clock signal. Correct. When you do the when you have a touchback, so that one's fairly self-explanatory. Yep. Uh, the next one is with fewer than two minutes. Remaining in a half, a team A ball carrier fumble, excuse me, a team A ball carrier fumble or backward pass is ruled out of bounds. And so this one has an exception. And the exception is team A forward fumbles that go out of bounds. They always are going to start on the snap. I mean, excuse me, on the ready. On the ready. On the referee signal, the ready, those are the same. Uh, Synonymous, mm-hmm. by the way. But if we have a fumble that goes out of bounds uh, backward or a backward pass is ruled out of bounds, we're going to start on the snap. Mm-hmm. Now, there, gonna... a backwards pass out of bounds. I mean, I have my, I don't have my <laughs> updated book. Does it say anything about there about a backwards pass out of bounds to conserve time? Because um, that's going to be, that's would be just get into three four three, right? It's just, yeah, it's um, that's a whole other topic. It's not in this section, yeah. But you're correct, right? right? So if we have a we have a file associated with it, we're going to go back to the ten second runoff rule, you know, mm-hmm. king of the mountain, right? right. So and the and then the, and then the team a forward fump. Remember, always remember. The, the well, two things. The Ford yeah. fumble out of bounds. The way I like to remember it is that it's it's just it like it never went out of bounds because it's coming back to where it was fumbled, right? So right. that's how I kind of d- d- you know divide the two. And the other was the team A ball carrier out of bounds under two minutes. Yes, right. So always remember, don't get tricked on the team B player that goes out of bounds on a change possession and then it goes back to a, for some reason the ball goes back to a, yep. Just remember it's a team <laughs> a player. Uh, that's one that they kind of try and trick you on once in a while. And, and I, again, I'm going to keep going back to test <laughs> examples because, um, this is where they really come alive to you more often. Cause that's when we get the work, this, the really the mental reps. So that's the way I like to put it. No, great point. We should definitely <clears throat> keep bringing up, you mm-hmm. know, test questions and, and te- test preparation, because right. um, th- you get this is where like the minutia, the um, the you know the the detail portion of these 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 rules are come into play. So, yep. um, so that what your comment kind of takes me right to the next, next one. one, which is um, we're going to start the game clock on the snap. When team B is awarded a first down and will net snap the ball. So there's two parts of that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So this is the case where team B, um, it, say, intercepts a pass. 
and they run out of bounds and um there's no there's no fouls they get to keep the ball and they're gonna next snap the ball well then we're gonna start that game clock on the snap well Tyler was just mentioning to say TB intercepted the ball same thing they ran out they run out of bounds um but there's a let's say a defensive holding call something like that so after we enforce that defensive holding call you would think because team B went out of bounds that we would be on the snap but like Tyler said <clears throat> and this rule here also um it has to be a team A ball carrier and this was a team B ball carrier and secondly um TB is not going to be the next team to put the ball in play so you got you got two rules there basically uh, two reasons why we're going to go on the snap there. So, yeah, great point. <clears throat> Next one: forward pass is ruled incomplete. Another one where the signal, incomplete signal, mm-hmm. tells you we're stopping the clock. Um, although, and the in, and the incomplete signal is the same as a right, same signal as a unsuccessful field goal. So same thing when you know, if we go back to the scoring one. If we have an unsuccessful field that's no good, that signal stops the clock too. If the clock was should be running, unless it's an untimed down, but that is correct. So, <clears throat> so let's see. Next one's uh, self-explanatory. A mm. team is granted a charge timeout. Yep. Obviously, every time you come out of a timeout, you're gonna a uh, team timeout. I'm gonna start on the snap. Is that true? Okay. <laughs> Just make sure. There's no exception. <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, when you start saying absolute stuff, you kind of yeah, better think yeah, about yeah, it. You're right. There's... <laughs> so the next one's kind of interesting. It took me a while to kind of understand where this is. And word of mouth on this I, one. <laughs> I well, this word one I actually saw in the Reading guy. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, after a, a few years of you know, studying his rule book, like, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. The ball becomes illegal. What the heck does that mean? Well, <clears throat> it literally means the ball becomes illegal. The the football itself, um, you know, the it gets deflated or the laces start coming loose or, um, you know, one of the panels come off or right. something crazy like that. The ball becomes illegal. We're gonna stop the stop the clock, stop the game. Hopefully, get a new football and then. Yeah. The, the game clock will start on the snap after that. Yeah. Next one, self-explanatory, a period ends. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of every period, we're going to stop the clock. And then, then obviously, we talked about um, <clears throat> in rule A and B that we're going to start on the snap. Um, illegal kick down ends. So this is anytime a legal kick happens during a down that's going to be a legal kick down a legal kick down and if that happens we're always going to start in the snap so no matter the result no no matter the result so um an example is let's say a let's say a scrimmage kick a punt um punts blocked it never goes behind beyond the neutral zone and let's say um, team team A picks up the ball <laughs> and runs for a first down. 
So normally, and if it was just a normal play, we would wind the clock back up after uh, getting getting ready. So um, because in the next chat, in the <clears throat> next rule, it says that the pl- the clock will start on the referee signal if team A is awarded a first down through player penalty. Correct. So this is where this F is- comes into play. Snap supersedes ready. Correct. Yep. This is one of those uh, those plays where yeah we have two conflicting things. So snap snap's gonna win. And it comes back down <clears throat> to, to tests again. Tests again. So every um, whenever you see a kick that an actual legal kick that happens the at the end of the play the next play we're gonna start on the snap. So it should be that simple. Yeah. Process of elimination. Yep. So anything else on legal kick? Nope. Good. Okay. The next two are the examples of illegal kicks. So a return kick is made. What's that? And yeah, exactly. This is uh, one of those. I mean, I I can see the definition. This one has a definition in the rule book. It's basically a kick after a change of possession, right? And I was thinking, well, how to how in the world? What's an example of somebody? Because I'm thinking, like, B catches a punt and then some, kicks it back. Some reason he kicks it back. <laughs> That's what I always thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, not it. Do you have an example of? Uh, yeah, the one only one. The only one that I've. And again, this one for me, I, I, it's like, what is that? I mean, is, uh, why would B kick the ball back to him? It's a return kick. He's returning the ball back. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. So <laughs> the way it was explained to me was, for instance. Um, Team uh, team A punts the ball and is blocked. Let's just say, and Team B gains possession. Let's say runs a couple steps and fumbles, and the punter or any player for that matter for Team A picks it up and kicks it again. Um, that's yeah. basically the definition, as far as I understand. Yeah, that that seems the only um, like reasonable way a return kick might happen. So <coughs> it it probably happened once in a game and they created this rule for it. So, And I think that maybe if you think a little deeper into it, if correct me if I'm wrong, but if after a legal kick and team B gains possession, mm-hmm. the, the neutral zone now is gone. Yes. Or is it when the ball goes beyond the neutral zone, it's gone. <coughs> yes. So what, what I'm getting at is you can almost have it the same thing as, as, uh, a team A player beyond the neutral zone kicking the ball, which is probably your next one you're going to come up with. So, yep. um, kind of the same type of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's that's. A... Need some water? <laughs> I do. Uh, uh, well, hey, you talk <laughs> about talk about your illegal kick, and I'm going to get yeah, some water. Yeah. So the other illegal kick is what Tyler mentioned, which was a scrimmage kick that's made beyond the neutral zone. So. Um, in both of these, the return kick and the scrimmage kick may be on the neutral zone. The clock's going, I mean, the play is dead immediately. So we're, we're going to kill the clock and, uh, the play is going to be over at that point. So our next play after we enforce the penalty is going to start on the snap in, in both of the, both of these cases. So the last one here on starts on the snap is when team A commits a delay of game foul while in a skirmish kick formation. So this is another one that uh, 
you know, just kind of be alert for. So, yep, whereas, back judges. Back judges, yes. Um, and it says scrimmage kick formation. So, you know, you got to know what a scrimmage kick formation looks like. True. Yep. If they're in some funky, like, punt formation, <clears throat> that doesn't meet the criteria of a scrimmage kick formation. And then this rule doesn't apply. So, um, probably be good to, if, if you're the back judge and you have a delay game when, when you're 40 yards downfield, just. Right. Most the most likely they'll be in scrimmage kick formation, but just probably have to exactly. verify that with the referee. But yeah, uh, most of the time you're gonna go, you're gonna go on the snap, and then uh, somebody would probably take you off of that right. near the line of scrimmage that knows yeah, yeah. the formation. If yeah. if that was the case, so. that's probably the easiest way to look at it. Yep. So perfect time yep. for you to dyfj jump in the the next one. Okay. So um, three three. Two E says starts on the referee signal. So just like Dwayne says, with all these with all these examples, we're going to stop the clock after a play because we're going to get involved with something, and we're going to restart the clock on the referee signal following these these items. So the first one is, and and please, since I have my hard copy, and if it's if there's anything that that's because I know that the previous one order changed a little bit. So if you'd see something, I'm out of order. Let me know. Um, so the first one's team a is awarded a first down through either play or penalty. So that's, uh, that's when we briefly chatted on, um, in the previous segment, this is another one that's, that's great for, for, uh, remembering your clock status on test takes. Um, when, uh, we're, when we're giving team a an automatic first down for, you know, after an incomplete, uh, well, no, that's no, not incomplete. But if we award Team A a first down um, for a, for a uh, result of a, of a penalty enforcement and uh, the result of the play uh, did not stop the clock like an incomplete pass, and we'll start on the referee signal. Um, so a Team A forward fumble goes out of bounds. That's We've touched on that in the previous segment as well. That's uh, going to go on the ready for play. Um, so other than fewer than two minutes remaining in a half, a team, a ball care, uh, fumble or backward pass is rolled out of bounds. Um, that's the, other than fewer than two minutes and yeah. a half, a team, a ball care. Yep. Oh, other than, yeah. yeah right, outside. Right. Yeah. Why are we repeating ourselves? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Outside of two minutes. So every, every portion of the game, except for under two minutes in the second or fourth periods, uh, to complete a penalty. Uh, there's exception to that, and that's what we talked about a little earlier. Uh, rule three four four C. I believe that's ten second. That that talks about the ten second runoff rules. Um, so that has the exceptions. So we'll have to wait. We, we got to see what we're going to do with that. But um, most of the time, to complete a penalty, depending on the result of the play, again, we'll start on the referee signal. Um, an injury timeout is allowed for one or more players or an official. We'll wind it up. Um, an inadvertent whistle is sounded. Don't want to have that, but <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah. Wind it up. Uh, possible first down measurement. So, you know, we're, we got it close. We got it close. Our referee's coming up, and, and he's, he's, he sees the clock ticking, so then he stops it. Or any, hopefully the referee, but depending yeah. on your referee, depending on your crews, some referees might give the other officials uh, authority to stop the clock in those situations to save time. But um, as soon as he s- signals that, uh, no, we're, we are going to be at fourth down, wind it right back up, um, yeah. et 
et cetera, et cetera. After you have uh, taken out the index card. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> a little, a little <laughs> smirk. <laughs> uh, so a delay in making the ball ready for play is caused by both teams. So there's an AR on that. I suggest you read it. AR 3313. Um, uh, my... Because I, I have never had experience with this, so right. I'm assuming <laughs> it's it's the ball's ready and um, or you know, the ball is not ready for play. We can't get it. We can't get the ball or whatever the situation is. We can't get the ball on the ground. Maybe stop the clock, and then when the ball gets on the ground, wind it up. Yeah, That's my best my best thought about it. Um, live ball comes into possession of an official. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That means it comes in possession of an official. I don't know. Maybe the umpire gets surprised. And does the uh, does the official have to have one foot down? Uh, one hand or foot, and even <laughs> even the te- the the, the uh, heel toe rule exists on yeah. them too. So okay, got to be a, a dragging toe. So gotcha. the, all the one motions out of bounds. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that never happens. Hopefully no officials ever caught a pass or a fumble or recover anything. So um, like, again, a lot, a lot of these, they're in there for a reason, but we don't, we don't have them that often. So let's see what else, what else what was the next one. Uh, the head coach, Oh, head coach's conference or an instant replay challenge is requested. So if a head coach signals for a timeout um, to request a, um, a coach's conference with a referee, Yep, and the referee grants that. That's up to the referee. But if he grants that, um, then we'll start right back up on the ready for play when when we're uh, ready to go. And the same thing with an instant replay challenge is requested. Um, I, I, again, I, I don't work replay, so I, I can't really speak on that. But I would assume that um, depending on the previous result of the previous play is going to dictate what the clock stats will be after a replay challenge or review uh, occurs that's the way i would read that the referee grants a media timeout this one's kind of confusing to me but <laughs> so i have an example yeah go I, for it. I think i wrote a question on this before yep and i actually saw a watched a game on tv where they actually did it okay. correctly so so my example is you know team a just ran a play the clock's running uh, back judge notices one of the DBs is injured, so we stop the clock for an injury timeout. Mm. Um, and the injury timeout's taking so long, go to media. the referee says, "Go, let's go to media. We come back from media. The clock was supposed to start on ready anyway for the injury, like after the injury, right. and media will just, you know, it's the same thing. There's right. nothing to override the media timeout version. So we'd come back and wind it back up. Right. So that's my example. Got it. So it's really just whatever the previous result was. And I mean, the, the referee's not going to stop the game clock and say, hey, we're going to have a TV commercial and then we'll be right back and then right. we'll wind it up. But, okay. That's a yeah, good, good it, example. Yeah. If you, you, that, that's the way you put it was better than I, what I did, right. which is what, whatever the previous okay. um, play result, yeah. result was going to be. It was going to happen afterwards. Yeah, so, if we have an incomplete yeah. pass and the DB's hurt and we go to commercial. Yeah. The snap will supersede that ready for play. Yep. Right. So exactly. Keep it simple. So yep. like a lot of these are kind of, kind of, they're in there for a reason. Yep. Um, I don't know the reason, but they're in there. Uh, the referee declares a discretionary timeout. 
Yes. You've got an example of a discretionary timeout? Oh, it's My just, time? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. My, my time. My umpire's got, fell down. I need to go check on him, make sure he's okay. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's more like an, an injury. official injury, but okay. any, re, any reason the referee wants to stop the clock, that we, we can wind it back got up it. if it, you know, snap yeah. doesn't supersede. Uh, I can't think of, like, well, I can example? think of some examples, but I hope they don't happen. Yeah, Re- maybe you know, there's. Uh, oh, the the the, uh, the uh, uniform police are out today, and and here's an example from the Fiesta Bowl. Okay, the uh, carpet, the uh, oh, yeah. turf got ripped up, yeah, right? Yeah, and so the guy was the star of the game. Yeah, they had to stop it to uh, get that all fixed. Yep. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know what the previous play was before, but let's assume it was just a run play up yeah. the middle. Yeah. Um, then they, when he comes back from that, I'm going to wind it up. Yep. That's yep. a great example. Yep. Thanks for that. Because that was, that was, you were at the game and I was watching on TV and there was a lot of commentary about that guy. He did a great job. So, yep. um, I got to mute this or we're going to get into some. Okay. So next one is, uh, the referee declares a timeout for unfair noise. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't think that, uh, I've heard complaints about that. Uh, yeah, you know the band playing, or the, or the 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 uh, commentator, or the the press box announcers getting a little overzealous, that type of thing. Yep. Um, never seen anything taken. Usually, we give that to uh, game management to figure that out to take care of. So, um, fourteen says an illegal pass thrown to conserve time. Yep. Exception. There's exception again. That's the <laughs> that's the ten second runoff rule. Yep. Right. So depending on the option and who accepts what, that'll dictate what we're going to start the game clock. But anytime that we're going to, um, we have a situation where the referee wants to invoke 343 and, and, uh, and the te- a team is, is trying to conserve time and, and we think that we can start it on the referee's signal. Uh, or the referee interrupts the 40 or 25 second uh, play clock count. Uh, player's helmet comes off through play. It's going to wind yep. it up unless something else does not allow <laughs> us to do that. Uh, when either team commits a dead ball foul. So that's, again, I, I'm going to keep going back to it. It's really <laughs> the result of the previous play is what's going to tell us what to do. If But but if we stop the clock to to administer any of these situations, the default is referee signal. Yeah, but the previous play will will kind of tell us more of the story. So, so just kind of a play on this last one. Mm-hmm. Just, um, just say the clock is stopped, right? Yep. <laughs> and there's a dead ball foul. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna just wind it back up. Is basically what you're saying, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. we're just gonna go to what the clock status was before. Right. Which is, it's gonna go right back to <clears throat> on the snap. Your your previous talking about three three two f. Yep. Snap supersedes ready. Exactly. So we have Just an incomplete pass and we have a dead ball foul. In, in the rule, it says that starts on the referee signal, but our previous play was an incomplete pass, which starts on the snap, which supersedes the ready. So that's that's it for all 3-3-2. Uh, because, Dwayne, unless you There's wanna, one more. Well, you kind of hit well, it earlier, but you hit it again. Well, no, not that. Oh, yeah. There's one more in the, the updated PDF version of the fire, rule book. Fire it up. And it's the violation of a rule for mandatory equipment that uh, used to be in the snap. Used to be, that's the switch. That's the now switch to the ready because they changed the rule around mm-hmm. uh, mandatory equipment. Uh, 
and you know violation of mandatory equipment rule and illegal equipment. So basically, we're just sending guys off for a down, mm-hmm. um, and so we're gonna wind it or. As Tyler said, basically, it's going to be based on whatever the previous clock status was on the play. Right. Yep. So, um, mandatory equipment, real quick. Yeah. What uh, do you got? <laughs> all of it? As I, much I, as you can shoot out oh, off the top of your head. I, I usually go from the top to the bottom. So, I go helmet, yep. mouthpiece, uh-huh. uh, shoulder pads, yep. jersey. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know hip pads. I know hip pads. Hip pads has with the, a tailbone, with a tailbone pad, yep. thigh pads, yep. pants, yep, knee knee pads, mm-hmm. um, socks, socks. Yes, but you don't need shoes. Isn't that funny? You don't have to have shoes as a mandatory equipment. You got to have socks, but you don't have to have shoes. I get to no shoes because the old school no shoot kicker guys. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, you know, those are some some real trailblazers, but. You got to have socks, so. I you got, know. yeah. Um, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so really, uh, so th- that's the last one uh, that, off the PDF? That's the last one, and okay. we, we talked about snap superseding the referee right. signal. Right, yeah. so uh, long and short, right? So just uh, keep it simple. Uh, result of the play will always help you with, or at least I should say help us yeah. determining these things. So um, that, that's that's it for it, it took longer than I thought to get through that rule, but um, that's great. So we're going to end it there, and we're going to go through some of our, our normal house cleaning stuff. And um, hope you enjoyed this segment. Uh, we'll do it again. Um, so let's let's get on to um, uh, let's get on to our uh, call to action stuff. So what do we get? I think we got something new to, today too to talk about. Yeah, we do. So. I normally talk about ways to reach us, and mm-hmm. the typical ways are through the website, email, and Twitter. Uh, now you can send us a voicemail by going to the website, and there's a uh, button to click, and you can just record your message, and we'll get that message uh, as a voicemail. And we'll play, actually, you can play it on the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, so feel free, go to the website. You can do it on your phone. It's a family show, so keep it clean. Keep it clean, people. Um, ask, please ask questions. Uh, give us feedback, whatever. Please we'll, comments. We'll, we'll play it on the show. Mm-hmm. You got a rules question? Um, ask uh, through voicemail, and uh, if we don't know the answer, we'll find the answer and mm-hmm. then get back to everyone on the on the show, one of these shows. So again, website www.rule11officials.com Email rule11officials at gmail.com The Twitter at rule11officials Follow us please Share it Um, We're international now as you you heard Uh, We got a couple of people listening overseas We love it Um, So please uh, continue to share. I think it's uh, it's it's good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, and you can obviously you can just subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Yes. So you can get the latest episodes. And please, just take. Will you please do me a favor? Do me a favor. Just, just take two seconds and click on the rating stars, whether it's one <laughs> or five or somewhere in between. Just take a couple seconds. 
Yeah, it really would give us helpful. some feedback, and and yep. we can we can move on from that. You know, get get some more feedback from that. So we really appreciate it. So, uh, Dwayne, you got anything else? No, that's it. Uh, just thank everyone for supporting yeah, us, and very uh, much so. We appreciate it. It really does. It really fuels our fire, like like uh, Eric was stating in that in that uh, email, because we we enjoy doing this. Uh, but when we know that the people are getting something, it it really helps that too. So we really appreciate it. Absolutely. We want to thank you so much for taking the time and listening to Rule 11. We hope you got something from today's conversation just as much as we did. If there's any topic discussed from today's show that you'd like to come back to, please visit our website at www.rule11officials.com for any show notes and or documents that we have around today's show. Also, if you have any comments, suggestions, or future show topics, shoot us an email at rule11officials at gmail.com. I promise we'll read them all. One final thing is, please subscribe wherever you are listening to this publication. That way you can get alerts for the latest and greatest conversations. Now, enjoy the fight song of the week and have a great day. We want to thank you.